Happy New Year to you. <laughs> Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, Suspicious Podcast. Happy New Year to you. You took it too far. <laughs> it's okay. I always say things. Mm, you do. It's my MO. Now I'm the sick one. <laughs> yeah, Kelly is the sick one this week. So oh, we have to introduce ourselves. I'm Kelly. I'm Andy. Um, and this is the third time recording this episode. <laughs> we have been failing with microphones. So if someone has a, a, a like a podcasting microphone recommendation, please DM us on Instagram or email us because we're struggling. This is our third one. And they're just no good. They're no good. Halfway through the episodes, they like turn static. Yeah. I don't even understand what happens. Yeah, but, so so we're back at it again. Back at it again with the white vans. Dan, Danielle. <laughs> um, it actually kind of worked out, though, because I am tackling the Idaho Four Murders. She changed the name. Again. 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 Because, as most of you have probably seen, I posted on the Instagram, and I mean, it's all over the news that they did finally arrest someone in this case. Right near us. Yeah, and we'll get into that. But it's going to be a long one today, so buckle, buckle up. up. Get tie your, your shoes. <laughs> tie your shoes, get you a big old get you a drinky, cup of coffee, and, and, and a snack. settle in with us. You need a snack. I don't know. This might be two parts. I don't know. We're going to see how far we get. So, Because there is a lot going on. They arrested the guy when we originally recorded. They did not re- release the probable cause affidavit, but now they did. So we got we got information on information. So now we got the info on the info. So here we go. Woo! <clears throat> so we're, we're just going to dive right in. Ready? Put your scuba gear on, everyone. And, and go. <laughs> that we was did it again. Purpose perfectly in sync. So Love it. We will make this a visual podcast one day. One day when we don't wear the same sweatshirt. Yeah, we're and literally wearing the same, literally like, the same outfit right now. We just rolled out of bed, which we both did. So we did. Fun. It's, it's well, we've been up for three hours. We've been up, but we didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. So back on topic. Um. So finally, a suspect has been named in the and arrested. In the, <laughs> and arrested <laughs> in the Idaho for for murder case. Um. We also now have the probable cause affidavit, which contains crazy information. Um. But I just want to point out that the probable cause affidavit does contain bare bones information that they needed to arrest him. So the police probably have a shit ton more information that they haven't released yet. So just keep that in mind. Mm, mm, mm. So after nearly almost seven weeks, they did find their guy. Um, What is crazy for us, anyways, is (laughs) when the original story came out, um, it said he had been arrested in Scranton, PA, which is... Very, very close to us. Um, by very, I mean my doorstep. <laughs> so, you know, when this came out, I was calling everybody. I called my husband. He's like, oh, cool. I called my mom. She's like, okay. I called Kelly. She didn't answer for four times. She called <laughs> me and then she goes, I need you to get in your car right now and go drive around and see if there's any evidence. And I'm like, what? Investigative journalism, Kelly. Oh That's what we do. I was the closest one. That's why she called me. <laughs> but she didn't answer the first four times. So if so, you ever have okay. to an- call Kelly, don't. I thought, I thought he was coming to get us because we talked about him and I was like, oh my God, like he heard the podcast and he's coming to get me and he's really close to where I live and I'm going to die. 
We're not that cool. He didn't really listen. No, no, no. He just <laughs> lives in the Poconos. Yeah. So it turns out he actually was arrested in the Poconos, um, which is still close to us. It's about, I don't know, like 40 minutes away. Yeah. 30, um, 40. Yeah. So it's crazy because we do go down there a lot. There's like um, an outlet mall there um, near and, there anyways. And a treetop obstacle course. Oh, is that where that was? Yeah. Mm, so okay. you've been there recently. <clears throat> yeah, I just drove through there when I came back from New York too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's weird. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, so he was arrested in our home state, which is crazy because we've been following this case pretty closely. Yeah. And I mean, of course he's in Pennsylvania. It just make it just makes it, sense. Yeah. It does make sense that he's from NEPA. Yeah. Yeah. We're um, all a bunch of <clears throat> psychos here. Yeah. And he looks like he's from, like, yeah, distinctly looks like he's from NEPA. Yeah. Like you could pick us out of a crowd. Yeah. Like have you ever seen The Office? There you go. Yeah. Um, anyways, <clears throat> Authorities arrested 28-year-old Brian Koberger at his parents' home in Albrightsville, PA, on Fe- February. Yeah, I don't know why I said February. Friday, December 30th at 3 a.m. They like got a no-knock warrant. They busted the doors down, came in through windows like they weren't fucking around. And weren't they weren't they supposed to hold a vigil for Katie and Maddie on that day too? On that day, um, yeah, it was like. Um, did they end up going through with that, or did they? I'm not sure. Honestly, I I didn't see anything that was canceled, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but yeah, it was like um, a memorial service for the two of them that day. <clears throat> what is crazy though about where he was arrested, and I know not a lot of people like know about Pennsylvania or care about Pennsylvania because who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Um, where he like was is like probably 15 minutes away from like four different college campuses, and like. <sighs> Within 40 minutes of, like, I don't know, 10 different college campuses. And where we are, like, we are two hours from New York. We're two hours from Philly. We're four hours from Pittsburgh. So, it's like a... We're kind of central. Yeah. We're not. Not, not yeah. central Pennsylvania, but no, central we're northeast to... Pennsylvania. Central to everything, really. Central to <laughs> everything else. To a lot of things. Um. So, yeah, they arrested him on that day. And he, like, tried to pull a, a John Wayne Gacy, which... No one should ever pull a John Wayne Gacy because he was a pile of poo on my mm. shoe. Yeah. Um, and he asked um, the arresting officers if anyone else had been arrested yet. Um, at first, I like was kind of like, hmm, does this mean someone else no. was involved? But now that I like know more about him, I think that he just did that to A, because I think he has an obsession with serial killers and knew John Wayne Gacy did that. Mm-hmm. So like he already had that forethought planted in his mind that he was going to say that when he got arrested. Yeah. I guess we're going to save our final opinions to the end. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Because it gets crazy. It does get crazy. So hold on to your butts here. Fucking Brian. He looks Brian. like my ex-boyfriend too. He does look like and her it, ex-boyfriend. It is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And terrifying. like he was ugly, so. Yeah, he was. He was ugly. Ugh. Anyways, on January 3rd, he did go to court in Pennsylvania for his extradition back to Idaho, where he did waive his rights to extradition. So what that means is he decided to go back to Idaho voluntarily instead of, you know, making it a big court process to get him back to Idaho because he feels that he's going to be exonerated on all charges. He doesn't, he's going with the he's not guilty. Of course he does. Thing here. Um, So he did, he cannot afford... He can have <laughs> um, an attorney. So one was appointed for him in Pennsylvania, and one actually ended up being appointed to him in Idaho. And what I didn't know about that is they actually look at your bank statements to determine whether you can afford an attorney or not. Did you know that? He's 28. 
Yeah, I mean, our attorneys are expensive, though. That's true, but like, what's do you know the cutoff is like? I don't know, but I just thought it, attorneys. Or no? I just thought it was interesting. Like, do you mean the bank statement, just like the income, or like that? What I saw is that they looked at his bank statements to see whether he could afford an attorney. Well, he is just a student. Yeah, he's just a dork. Yeah, a professional dork. Fucking dorkus. Dorkus. Um. So he was appointed um a public defender, and that was Jason Labar in Pennsylvania. That's who represented him for extradition. Labar um, is low. um yeah so his attorney labar made a statement before he went back to idaho saying that his client believes he's going to be exonerated of all charges um that he was cooperating with police and he was a model prisoner in pennsylvania this is what i don't understand like how people could be defense lawyers i don't either because i'd be like um no because i remember the first time we recorded this i thought you meant that the lawyers like this was out of the lawyer's mouth and i was ready i was ready to 1v1 him Right. But then you, like, explain to me that this is just what Coburger thinks. So. Especially, like, I don't know what public defenders get paid, but obviously, like, I wouldn't they, say they're, they're getting paid. They are. They're not getting paid the big bucks, like, if he, he was a hired attorney. Absolutely not. So I'd be like, mm, fuck this guy. But I guess that's how you get mistrials, though, is if your defense, like, sucks. So it says, fuck this guy. Yeah. So I guess that would be a mistrial. We don't want a mistrial here. No, we don't. Because I'd be 1v1 him in the Pocono Mountains. Finest. 40 minutes will be there. Literally. I mean, he's in Idaho now. He's in Idaho that's, now. That's a little farther. Yeah. Um, so he was appointed um, a public defender in Idaho as well. And this is the chief public defender, Ann Taylor. Um, a clothing brand? A clothing brand as well. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I think they're sale at like JCPenney's. <laughs> I was thinking like Liz Claiborne. Maybe Liz, Liz Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> I don't know, right? I don't fucking know. Um, it, wait, that's an actress. One thing I thought it was important to... And point out during his first point am i okay <laughs> during his first court appearance totally dude his first court appearance in pennsylvania was that um the judge margarita worthington like flat out asked him and this is a quote mr Koberger, do you suffer from any mental health diagnosis or take prescribed medication or medication that would impact your ability to understand what we are doing here today to which he responded no well I don't want to hear anything about an insanity defense, Burgermeister. No. I don't care. You just said you don't Sorry. have any issues. So goodbye. Sorry. Dismissed. I want them, like, if, like, I want them, the jury just be like, no. I want them to have a button that goes wrong. 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 Incorrect. <laughs> You've pressed an incorrect key. <laughs> Try again later. No. <laughs> like the Bugs Bunny lips that goes, no. No. <laughs> like, if that's all you got, that's all you get. Right? <laughs> Um, and it's also important to note that, so, the day he got arrested on December 30th, um, not only was that the the memorial for, for Kaylee and Maddie, but it was also the day that the house was supposed to be set to be cleaned up. And I think about that, like, that house was, but, like, in that condition uh-huh. for, for, over for weeks. Months. And, like, yeah. first of all, the smell it's in the like house. Like, six weeks, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, no, I thought about it. Do we ever find out where her dog went? Yes. Like the night of the murders? No, like, is someone taking care of the dog? Oh, right now? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I'm assuming maybe with her parents. Mm. Or but Jack. it was also her and Jack shared a dog, so maybe Jack has it. I worry about the dogs. Yeah, I don't really care. Anyways, <laughs> um, so the cleanup was supposed to take place that day, but as soon as like he was arrested, the cleanup was halted. Which I don't understand, because why were you going to clean it up at all then? Well, because I'm assuming that the prosecution thought they had 
they had all the evidence they needed so that they, the house could go back to normal now. Then why didn't why did they halt it? Well, his defense attorney in Idaho, Ann Taylor, was seen that day taking crime scene pictures so you think the and videos. Halted it? I'm assuming the defense halted it, trying to prepare a defense for him, trying to say, well, how could he do this? Blah, blah, blah. Eat it, Ann Taylor. I know it's not her fault. But, but like you're his face now. So. Yeah, you are his face, so I'm going to 1v1 you as well. Honey, I'm sorry. Anne. Right, especially if she gets him off, which I don't think he will, because the, the evidence I've seen looks pretty concrete. Uh-huh. But, like, you will be one of the most hated. I know, he's planting, like... He is, like, planting, and, like... He's planting shit. I can't tell if he's super smart or super dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm torn. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's more evidence that they have and more things that are going on behind the scenes that we don't know about yet yeah that could lead either way so yeah that's what i said i'm gonna save my my thoughts to the end yeah and i mean it, i think this trial's gonna take a while i think yeah. it's gonna be a long we're gonna need our, our whiteboard and our red string <sighs> yeah we are i've gone crazy i'm surprised i don't have like a cork bird with like a cork bird a cork bird with um County cork different things on it but so, on January 4th, Koberger was extradited to Idaho, finally. Um, the last time we recorded this, he was on his way to Idaho, oh. but was not there yet. So, new information. Yeah, yeah. Um, he left Pennsylvania in a small police, like a state police plane. <gasps> I told you. The first time we recorded this, I was like, I was picturing a little, little plane. Yeah. So, he that is what happened. Like he, I think a lot of times they will... Like, drive them. Like, there'll be an officer to drive them. Like, an yeah. Idaho will come pick them up. In Idaho. <laughs> yeah, in Idaho. Idaho. Is Idaho known for potatoes? Yes! Oh, okay. I was wondering this the He's whole time. He's ruining our potatoes. Um, but I think they said it was, like, too much of a risk. Like, with how that many times sense. they'd have to stop for gas or stop for something or whatever. And he's, like, very known in the media now. Like, somewhat, something could go wrong. Like a Jack Ruby situation? Like a Jack Ruby situation. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if there are, like, people who are, like, like a Ted Bundy situation where he had people, like... On his side? Yeah, like, I what am I trying... Like a groupie, almost. He looks like Ted Bundy. He does look like Ted Bundy. I actually saw um, a video today. It was, like, a transition of Ted Bundy to him back and forth. And, like, the sim... Like, the transition wasn't, like, a lot. <laughs> like, it was crazy. That... And he's definitely going to try to represent himself. Yeah, well, he's gonna fight, and and you're gonna get fired. I'm telling you right now. That's my prediction. Yeah, not I. I could agree with that. So let's make note of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he didn't arrive in Idaho until about 9:30 p.m., which is Idaho time. So here it would be like midnight, midnight 30. Yeah, midnight 30. Um, this was because like he would have been here a lot sooner, but this is because the plane was so small that they had to keep stopping for to refuel every so often. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. How long was the flight? Mm. It only has to be a couple. Well, he hours. he was in court in Pennsylvania around like ten a.m. I think he left not much. Like there was like, I'm oh. sure there was a like waiting period, but uh-huh. like it, it was in the same day that he left. So, um, yeah. He Imagine in... like sitting on a plane with him. Yeah, I can't. Like, do they talk? Or is it just silence the whole time? I think he's been staying quiet mostly. I think at one point someone did ask him if he did it, and he said no. So no. he's like being a turd about it. Um, so he, he when they landed, they actually landed in 
Washington because like it's right on the border like where these two towns are where he's from and Moscow is right on the border between Washington and Idaho uh-huh. so the airport was actually in Washington and then they had to drive I don't know 15 minutes to where the jail was and that's Lata am I saying that right yeah Lata Lata County Jail um which is right under the courthouse wait what so the the county jail is, is underneath under... the courthouse. I don't know if this was like a holding Isn't place like for him for a while. Across the street in Wilkes-Barre. Kinda, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, I never knew that was the prison. But anyway, yeah, it's like kind of hidden, like yeah, yeah. But yeah, so he was taken there, and like <laughs> I thought this was funny, and I don't know why, but they actually like put it, like moving him from the plane to like a car and stuff, and moving him from the jail. Mm-hmm. They put a helmet on him. <laughs> And I'm assuming so that was like nobody could shoot at him. Even then, like, what's a helmet gonna stop a bullet? They do. Like, they put like a military helmet. I'm assuming. I, like, I a assume police... like a motorcycle helmet. No, <laughs> fucking dunce. No, a kid's bicycle helmet. Yeah, yeah. fucking pocket. You just said you did not uh, our, our tinfoil hat helmet. I don't know. <laughs> just said a helmet. No, I think it was like, like a, a, a military police grade. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because I, I mean. They're protecting him, which I hate, but I also don't want him to die yet because I need more information. Hope he doesn't Epstein it. Yeah. Well, Epstein didn't kill himself, so. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if um, Brian Koberger dies, he didn't kill himself. Yeah, I don't know. He, they did have him in a suicide gown in Pennsylvania. I don't know if that was more of just precautionary rather than... And it's, like, funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> a little gown one yeah see the word gown is just funny to me i don't care what it is um so the morning of january 5th he had his arraignment hearing in idaho Utah. yep basically in this court appearance the judge just kind of ensures that burgermeister knows and understands his rights and the charges against him um in that meeting in that court appearance i don't know why she tried but his public defender requested bail for him, and the judge was like, um, a big fat negative ghostwriter. Like, Wait, why she tried he... to get him on bail? Out on bail, yeah, like, come on, Jack Frost. Like, honey, what? No. Do you understand what your client is charged with? The murder of fucking four people, at least. Honestly, I think if he was out on bail, someone would kill him. He's probably be- best served right now sitting in jail. In solitary. In the, yeah, I was going to say, unless the prison justice happens. We love a little prison justice, not going to lie to you. And he also thought he looked like Jack Frost from Frosty the Oh, Star. yeah. I, like... She was on the quill. So, I was sick previously. And, like, when I have... When I take NyQuil, it, like, gives me epiphanies for some reason. Yeah. And, like, I spent, like, once his picture was released, I was like, why does he look so familiar? Like, something about him is just so freaking familiar. And I've seen, like, a lot of people saying, like, he also looks familiar to them. Well, guess what, guys? I found out where it is. He looks like Jack Frost from one of the Frosty the Snowman movies. Look it up. I see it. I can't unsee it. Now, Andy on the Quill is very interesting. I get a lot of nice text messages, and I get pictures on Snapchat of just, like, a dark room. And she goes, do you see it? (laughs) And I go, see what? And she goes, the hat man. The hat man doesn't come to visit so you. So she's not she's not very reliable on Nyquil, but but he looked like Jack Frost. I showed you. Yes, yeah, you. Were I right. was right on that one. You were right. You were right. So anyway, <laughs> now that we covered Jack Frost, 
Jack Frost's <laughs> arraignment and all that and his journey back to Idaho. Let's take a little deep dive into the dork that is Brian Koberger. Let's fight him. Koberger, as I said before, is 28 years old. He was born in no in November, November 21st to be exact, of 1994. What is his sign? Go. Scorpio. Because you saw it on my computer, you loser. No, I said that last time too. No, you did. You said Capricorn. No, I said Scorpio or Sagittarius. Either way. He is a Scorpio. Do what you will with that information. That means zero to me. I don't know what that means. I just thought it was fun to throw in because Kelly's like that. She's like, your rising sign is That's not me. That's a turkey. I have no idea what it means. <laughs> my friends are like that. So then I'm like, oh, okay. It must mean something. <laughs> she'll like be talking to a guy and she'll be like, it's because he's a Gemini. I'm yeah. like. <laughs> no, I get along with air signs. <laughs> I get along with a big bowl of mashed potatoes. So what does that mean? I don't get along with earth and water because I'm a Leo. Thank Aren't you. I a water sign? Yeah. We get along. She's a cancer. Bitch, you guessed it. Cool. Um, so he did grow up in Pennsylvania for his whole life in the Pocono Mountains. Um, and even obtained his bachelor's degree in psychology and then a master's degree in, um, it seemed like digital forensics from DeSales University in Pennsylvania. Again, way too fucking close to us. Literally. So close. I think DeSales is in like just Allentown. Just imagine, like, we lived here our whole life, he lived here our whole life. We could have been in the same place at the same time. Like, the odds are we probably were. Right? Like, was he creepy for his whole life? Probably. probably. Um, one of his profes- professors from DeSales actually described him as one of her best students ever. Doubtful. Um, he seemed like he would be a teacher's pet, though. Like, you look at him, you're like, yeah, that guy sat in the front of the class and answered all the questions because he's weird. He had no life besides school. Yeah, that's kind of what it seems like. I mean, it sounds like he had... Some friends in high school. Yeah, but... I saw an interview with one of his, like, running buddies, and he was like, he was just weird, like, just an introvert, but nothing, like, crazy. Yeah. Just to point out how close this is to us, one of my friends on Facebook is actually graduated from high school with him, um, but this person did post on Facebook and said, like, they didn't really know him, they just kind of graduated together, so, or else I would have brought them on the pod. And the arresting officer, she has, like, 20 mutual friends. Oh, yeah, the, the, uh, the officer who actually arrested him in at his parents' home. I have lots of mutual friends with on Facebook. So, that's fun. That's fun. Hit us up. Get on the pod. <laughs> Get on the pod. Um, and so, he was on, one of only two students that this professor had recommended for a PhD program, which, terrifying. Um, he is said Ew. to have been very awkward. <laughs> Sorry. I just go, ill. <laughs> he is said to have been very awkward in his younger years. He looks it. He does very look it. Very look it. He very looks it. <laughs> um, but nothing that would make anyone believe he was capable of this. But I guess you don't really think anyone. I don't no. know. There was one kid we had in high school who would wear like trench coats and combat boots and had Is really this long the nails. the SS kid? Yeah. He had the SS like, um, like, like cut into his head. Like with like his hair was cut into the SS symbol. Yeah. And he would walk around high school and drag his nails across the walls. And it was really weird. And I wonder what he's doing today. I don't remember his name. But where is he at today? I don't know. I just remember walking him walking to school and then my German teacher always talking about him, obviously because the SS thing. I'm surprised he didn't get in trouble for that. I'm surprised too. Like, we couldn't wear fucking skirts. <laughs> I couldn't wear backless shoes, but this kid got the SS <laughs> carved into his head. <laughs> but anyways, he was a part-time security guard at Pleasant Valley School District in 2018 and in 2021, 2021, was promoted to a full-time security guard there. Terrifying. But, like, this man was skinny and scrawny. 
Yeah, so but like, like I could see him like being he... a Dorcas security officer. I'm just at... I know he doesn't have glasses, but I'm just picturing him like, hey guys, and like pushing right, glasses. literally. Actually, and I can say that because I have glasses and I'm blind. Like I just picture him like in a security uniform, and it's like baggy on him, and he's like a turd. <laughs> Like the shirt that he tucks in is just over because yeah, and like his <laughs> pants are like up to like his belly button. <laughs> yeah, and you can like see a little bit of his ankle. Ew! He yeah, wears white socks. Definitely wears white socks. Oh, he is a white sock I, wearer. That is my like one of my biggest ick is when men wear white socks. When he I can definitely see your... wears white socks. Oh, when I can see your socks in general, but white socks can't do it. <laughs> he moved to Washington State this August, um, and this was to start his PhD candidacy. Uh, in criminology at Washington State University. He had an apartment in Pullman, Washington, which was only about nine miles from Moscow, Idaho, where the murders took place. Mm. So, I don't know, nine miles, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe? No, I heard 12. 12, maybe. Because it depends how... Yeah, like if you're on a highway, if you're... Yeah. Yeah. Because I think nine miles is my house to going down to, like, it takes me 23 The minutes. general like, population like, down there. I think it's like... Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't like a far distance. It wasn't yeah, a long drive. From my house to your house, it's 13 miles. It says it takes 20 minutes, but it does not take me 20 minutes to get here. Yeah, no. At all. <laughs> um, he, like, he completed... He had just completed his first semester at the school for his PhD. So, I don't know when a semester ends. Is it, like, right before, right before Christmas break? Yeah, I would say, like, I think my semester ended the 11th. Okay, so, like, right, he just completed it. Uh (laughs) That made no sense. He just completed it, you know? He He did the thing. (laughs) He did it. He was also a teaching assistant at the university, which is terrifying. Imagine being in, like, your undergrad for criminal justice and doofus, Dorcas. Burgermeister. Burgermeister. Is your fucking TA. And he comes out as the murderer. After you talked about that in class. I would have shit. I would have shat everywhere. It's just everywhere. Everywhere. There would have been and, like, shat. I understand, like, I feel like every criminal justice class was probably talking about it, especially since it was so close. But that's but terrifying that he was talking about it as well. Yeah. Um, his students actually found him to be, like, usually, like, very, like, I wouldn't say unhappy, but, like, unsocial, antisocial. Yeah, well, that's what I said. Like, I think, like, he's just awkward and like he was like quote unquote a tough grader when it came to like grading papers and oh things. my god he seems like it he seems like he would have been well you didn't put the semicolon when it needed to be a i've had professors just be like well i disagree so i get your grade to do wrong i'm like what like, oh okay. i have evidence I guess i'll go fuck myself like they're literally like well i don't agree with that i'm like or like he's like i don't like the way you write i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> like fuck you I hate when, like, he's probably one of those teachers that are like, well, it needs to be an APA format. Like, shut the fuck up. Who cares? Who did the paper formatting? Because that pisses me off. What does it matter? I will format my paper in whatever way I see fucking fit. Thank you. He was probably you, you had an ex- You had a double space here. Right? I measured the space between this and this, and you're missing one word. It was supposed to be 3,000 pa- words, and you're at 2,999. That's Brian Koberg. Yeah. Um, is it's Brian Koberger, right? Yeah. Okay. You said Koberg. Did I? Oh, yeah. I always say that. I don't know why. Um, 
so but like after the murders he kind of did like a 180 and seemed to be more talkative in class and it seemed to like ease up on I don't like it. the grading. I don't like it. Which is weird. That's super weird. Super weird. Like he got his fucking aggression out. Yeah, like weird. Um ew, 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 ew. Yeah, right. Um in May he had posted a survey for his schooling on Reddit. So this ew. would be for his master's degree mm-hmm. survey. Um, I'm assuming he, this wasn't just posted on Reddit. It was probably elsewhere, but this is where, like, everybody found it was still sitting on Reddit. But he probably emailed this to people. I've heard rumors that he sent this to BTK, this survey. Ew, because his, his... Yeah, we'll get to it. But that's just a rumor. Don't know if it's actually true or not. Has not been confirmed. I hope. Maybe fucking Dennis will confirm some shit for us. floppy disk Dennis. (laughs) Floppy disk Dennis. I like that. We're going to use that. (laughs) Um, So, the introduction part of the survey reads, Hello, my name is Brian, and I am inviting you to participate in a research project that seeks to understand how emotions and psychological traits influence decision-making when committing a crime. In particular, this study seeks to understand the story behind your most recent criminal offense, with an emphasis on your thoughts and feelings throughout the experience. Ew. Yes. And now we'll get into some of the weird-ass questions he asked oh, people. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Gotta crack my neck for this. So some of the questions included things like, did you prepare for the crime before leaving your home? Why did you choose that victim or target over others? What was your first move you made to accomplish your goal? Ugh. After committing the crime, what were you thinking and feeling? He also asked criminals how they left the scene and whether they acted alone. Now... I have a bachelor's degree in criminal justice, so this could seem like an innocent survey. But with the information we have now, it does not seem that to No, me. and it's like, I mean, we talked about in the last one, it's like more targeted to a violent crime. It is more targeted to a violent crime, like, because you're not asking people who, like, deal drugs or anything, like, or about their target, because that's not, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Whoever was buying the drugs was my target. <laughs> right. So it just definitely seems like it's more tailored to violent offenders. How are is... you feeling? I got money for drugs. <laughs> like, it's super weird. I I mean, like, I understand the point of researching how a criminal feels when they are committing a crime, but at the same time, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, so. um, He also applied for an internship. With the Pullman, Washington Police Department in the fall of 2022. Ew. Because he probably wanted, he probably wanted inside information. Like, what do they have on me? Yeah. I mean, I really think, and we'll see, like, throughout this whole thing, that this was all a very long process. Like, this was a a very long planned thing. Premeditated on premeditated. Yeah, there was premeditation on top of premeditation in this case, in my opinion. And, like, my personal opinion is that he's dropping shit. Like, dropping... Things on purpose? Like, like, like... Like, reasonable doubt. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, pl- planting the seed of reasonable doubt. That's what doubt, I'm trying yeah. to say. Dro- I mean, he's dropping shit. Yeah. He's just dropping he's shit just all dropping. over the place. <laughs> he's clumsy. <laughs> so, for this internship, he wrote an essay which outlined how he had an interest in assisting rural law enforcement agencies with how to better conduct and analyze technological data in public safety operations. What? Which we'll get back to. And if you remember, his master's degree, I'm pretty sure, was in digital forensics. But if that's the case, you didn't fucking learn much, dum-dum. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, really, like, when we get to it, 
it's gonna be like yeah once we get through this whole to the affidavit everything will make a lot more sense on why this guy is just a big dork it's either he's super dumb or it's all it's all a plan or like he wants to give them just enough information to like okay arrest me but i'm gonna get out of it you know what i mean like i don't but i with the evidence i don't see how he get out of it like you'd have to have some wild defense Yeah, I mean, there's fuck Casey Anthony walking the streets, so. Yeah. She'll never let me. <laughs> I will never let Casey Anthony go. <laughs> Every single episode. So one weird thing about Burgermeister is also, like, he's known to be a hardcore vegan. Like, hardcore vegan. Like, so hardcore that he would not eat food that was prepared in dishes or pots and pans that had previously cooked meat in them. Like, ever in their lives. Like, I even know. if they were washed, like, that pot had cooked meat in it. So I will never, nope. Like, that's, that's mental illness, my friends. I'm a steak and potatoes girl. Yeah. That, that's mental illness, though. Think about it. I think. I mean, I don't yeah. want to say he's mentally ill because yeah. I don't want him to get insanity, but, like, it's there's like, something not right there. Yeah. That's, like, obsessive-compulsive. Yeah, like, our aunt died, and I could not eat off of her forks or, like, touch anything that she owned. Remember that? Yeah, that was a weird was phase only you went her. through in your life. And it was only her. Like, we had so many people die, and it was only her stuff. Yeah, well, that was a weird phase you did go through in your life. Yeah, it was. I was like, I was like, nine. <laughs> um, in when he was in the Monroe County Jail in Pennsylvania, they were allowing him to have a special diet. Um, but the lot, I I want to say Lata, right? Yeah, go ahead. County Jail <laughs> says that they're not making any promises that this will be abided by in their jail, which good for them. I hope they give him like a steak, but a shitty one, or maybe just like a meatloaf or something. Yeah. Because no one likes me, though. So, like, but I, what I don't understand is how you could, like, viciously murder four individuals. But not eat meat. But then be like, oh, save the animals. Like, I get it. Be vegan, go ahead. But, like. But, like, then you murder people? Like, okay, so people? fuck people, but go animals? Yeah. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Um, One important connection that I do want to point out, because this could potentially be big i'm not sure like they haven't confirmed anything yet but i did google it and it is this part is true but whether it's their connection i'm not sure yet Mm -hmm. um but if you google vegan restaurants in moscow idaho the first restaurant to come up is mad greek and this is the place where xana and maddie worked Ew. so it's not confirmed if like that's how he knew them or anything but still but it's just a weird connection right now yeah, and it's just, I don't know. I don't, I really don't, like, if you can't eat from the same pot, a meat was stuck in, but, like, how much blood, and, like, people have meat. Yeah. And, like, super weird. You could see that. Yeah, weird. One other weird thing that I thought was worth mentioning is how he got back to Pennsylvania. So his father actually flew out to Washington on December 15th to drive back to Pennsylvania with him. Um, in Brian's white Elantra. Um, we can assume that he was probably coming back for the holidays, but I don't understand why you would need to bring back your car if you're only staying for the holidays for a little while. Yeah, really. Why would you need to make the 37-hour drive to have your car back in Pennsylvania? To drive back 37 hours. And the mileage and the gas, it's probably cheaper to fly at that point. And some people were like, oh, well, maybe he wanted his car to go visit friends. Borrow a car. Rent a car. Then making a 37-hour drive? No, thank you. 
no thank you yeah, no. I also saw some reports that he was afraid to fly, which oh. you're a dork. But I mean, I hate flying too. But oh, I thought you meant because like he'd be registered as flying. We're like in the car. You that could be a point too. That's a good point where he would have been like tagged as flying. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, I thought that's what you meant. Not because like he was I, afraid I think in one of the body cam videos he mentions that they're driving because he doesn't like to fly mm-hmm. but that made you made a good point on that because like yeah they, they have to like check the register and there's a no fly list yeah i mean i don't think he was on the no fly list no but they point, would, it would have came up like if he had like a warrant or something they'd be like dorcas is here yeah come get him but even so why wouldn't you just drive back on your own you're 28 years old you need your dad to come daddy. fly. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no. Yeah, so I don't know. One weird thing, too, about his car is that... So he moved to Washington in August. Just in August. Yeah, of 2022. But did not register his car in Washington until November 18th, which was five days after the murder. Yeah. So he had Pennsylvania tags for how many months? August, September, October, October November. November. So four months... In Washington, he had Pennsylvania tags. Uh-huh. But all of a sudden, five days after the murder, you want to get a, a Washington tag, a Washington license plate? Suspicious. It is suspicious. Um, during his drive back to Pennsylvania, Burgermeister also pulled the Bundy and got pulled over twice within <laughs> 10 minutes. One was for speeding and the other was for following too close um this was in indiana these both occurred both times him and his dad were let go with a warning um brian was driving obviously both these times they got pulled over which like i know i saw the body cam yeah the body cam footage is like creepy creepy um he like looks like creepy a creep like i don't think he blinked once i don't think i've ever seen him blink yeah me either i don't think he does blink me neither um, it looks like he could potentially have bruising or cuts on his right hand, but that's not confirmed. Um, in one of the body cam videos, um, when the cop is speaking to him, Brian immediately brings up a quote-unquote mass shooting that happened um, on the WSU campus where he went to school. Um, it didn't happen? There was no mass shooting, but there was a man who barricaded himself in his house and was in a shoot-off with police um, the day prior to like them leaving and being pulled over oh. but it's literally such a weird thing to bring up especially since you're in indiana now that you're states away. away from washington where this indiana cop can give two shits less yeah about what happened at your campus uh-huh. so just a weird thing to bring up and like trying to make conversation with yeah your the police officer weird um and then like in the video the cop asks the two men you know where are you headed? Like, cops always ask that. Which, none of your fucking business is my response every time. Because why yeah. does it matter to you? Because I'm I'm pro-police, but I am also, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> um, so, Brian immediately responds to this, to go get Thai food. Yes. But his dad... Thai rock Thai. Thai rock Thai. <laughs> but his dad responds, we're traveling to Pennsylvania. And, like, in, like, when his dad says that, Brian's head, like, immediately snaps and looks at his dad and gives him, like, this death glare. Like, why do you tell him where we're like, going? Like, do not tell him that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's, like, haunting, the look. It's, like, almost, like, he's looking at him, like, please shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, 
the, there was information that the FBI had requested these police to pull him over um, to check Brian's cuts for hands. But that has since been debunked. It came out and said that wasn't true, that they didn't tell people to pull him over. But they, at this point, the police were trailing him. They did know about him. We will see that as we get to the affidavit. They did know about him and were trailing him at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and about, like, the plates. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just don't get that. What? Like, even if you change your fucking plates, like, it's still. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, we'll get that later? All mm-hmm. right, all right. I don't know if you had it there or not. Um, so we're going to get into, like, a little bit of theories about some things before Cheers. we jump into the true factual affidavit information. Fuck yeah. So let's dive right in. Let's get to the theories. So there was a Facebook group dedicated to discussing the information in the Idaho 4 case. One of the most frequent posters in this group was named Papa Roger. <laughs> or Papa Roach, as Kelly calls him. Papa Roach. Um, this profile picture is of a cartoonish picture of a soldier. Um, it looks very similar to... Uh, Burgermeister. Burgermeister. And some people, like, thought maybe, like, you know those AI apps that, like, put you into things? They thought maybe he did that, but it was also debunked because this is a piece of art. I was going to say, I thought it looked like a... Yeah, it's like um, a piece of art, not just an AI, but still weird. It still looks like him. Got the weird ass nose. Yeah, like, the nose is what makes it look like him. Yeah. Sorry, gotcha. So, Papa Rogers would post... At least once a day, if not more. <laughs> Every time you say Papa Roger. Can we just call him Papa? <laughs> I just think of, like, I don't know, like, a witch doctor. I don't know why that's coming to my head. I think of the band Ghost. You ever listen to the band Ghost? No. The, like, his, some, his something Papa or something like that, and it just reminds me of that. Papa? I forget. I don't remember what it is. You are like Papa. <laughs> What's that from? Stranger Things. <laughs> um, so, Papa Roger would post in the group almost every day. And these questions he would post in the group were very eerily similar to questions that Brian asked in his survey. And they were, like, very weirdly worded (sighs) and almost like he was posing these questions in an academic setting. And not, like, for a conversation. And not for, like, a conversation. So I have some of the the questions that he posted. Um, One was, why did the killer choose that house out of all the others in the area? How long do you think the killer was in the house? Do you think the killer took anything from the house? Did the killer drive, walk, or some combination of both to the scene? How did the killer leave the scene? Did he clean up at all? Did he? Did the killer stop at four victims out of exhaustion, convenience, or lack of knowledge? Now, these are all different posts at different times, but yeah, these yeah. are just all the questions he asked. Um, so that's weird. Those are, like, very weird ways to pose those questions. Yeah, like, the walking one would be like, how do you think he got there? Yeah, like, do you think he, like, walked there, or do you think he drove there? Like, very relaxed is how I would post it, but, like, yeah. these were very, like, almost like they, they knew the answer and were waiting for you to elicit a response. Because they're not, like, they're especially not giving their opinion. Yeah, like, especially, like, one is, like, did the killer stop at four victims out of exhaustion, convenience, or lack of knowledge? You don't want to fucking say that. Like, why do you think why, he didn't kill the other roommates? Would you? Yeah, exactly, like... Weird, like you almost gave us like multiple choice question yeah. answers. Um, <laughs> like <all> B, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because you're a vegan and don't have the energy to kill. Right? Anymore. Should I should I eat meat? Um, should I have that protein? Right. Sorry, vegans. <laughs> he also posted about how he believes investigators found a sheath at of a knife at the scene, um, which was 
which is why they released about what the murder weapons was before the autopsies were conducted. Mm-hmm. Um, he argues the details hard about the sheath in the comment section. Like, people are being like, well, what what makes you think that? Like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, it, like, he was just going hard, especially on this one specific person that, I, like, yeah. that was commenting. And, like, then he, like, goes on to ask this person, like, in the comments, which hand do you believe the knife was in? How did the killer hold the knife prior to entering the scene? Like, what? Well, what's your opinion? You're just asking well, I a question. The, like, I saw the, how do you think he was holding the knife before he entered the scene? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe. Does it matter how he was holding the knife? He got in the house and killed four people. You don't need a sheath for that. No, he could have just held it in his hand. And what hand was it in? Whatever his dominant hand was. <laughs> Kelly's got all the answers. <laughs> but, like, just, just weird to pose those questions. Before any information came out. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, this was when there was no information. On and I, yeah, this was November 30th that he posted this. We'll get more into this specific post after I read the affidavit to you. Um, But where was I going with this? Where were you going with this? Oh, the one comment was, like, weird. So this other poster was, like, commenting back and forth with him, arguing the details of it. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Papa Rogers goes, well, why would you bring the killer up? What? Wait, because what? I think, like, the poster mentioned something about the killer or something or other. And the commenter goes, the Papa Rogers goes, why would you bring the killer up? Because this is what this whole group is about. And, like, if you look at the the comments on this post, I, it's since been deleted. The account has since been deleted. I believe it was deleted when he got arrested. Like, it was gone. Oh, that's pretty damning. Yeah. Um, And as far as I know, like, that's like the last times he's ever posted yeah um but like all of his papa rogers comments are questions rather than statement of facts or opinions he's not giving any he's not giving any information he's asking you to give him information because he wants to know like i feel like he's remember he's the ta so but he's sitting there like you're wrong you're wrong that's wrong. that comes back wait i'm waiting but wait there's more um, so it was like weird. And then the one post that really got me in my core. Um, oh my God. I he just randomly posted one day and goes, this is after they re- released what kind of car they were looking for. He goes, I feel like the white car isn't relevant. I feel like you're relevant. The only time he didn't post a question to try to elicit responses from people was about the white car that he had in his possession. I feel like it's not relevant. It's not relevant. It's not relevant. Like, of course it's not relevant because it's your fucking car, you turd. The only car that's not, no one knows whose fucking car it was is not relevant. Right. Oh, well, that white car isn't relevant. Sorry. Sorry, Like, of bro. course you're going to say that because it was you, my and guy. You know what? We're just supposed to, Papa Rogers has all the answers. Right? Like, yeah. Like, what does he think? Like, he's going to change public opinion in this one Facebook group? I, but, like, I want to know, this might be weird. This might be weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> who created that facebook group did he create the facebook group i was gonna say like i think like i understand like true crime groups but like for a specific crime is a little weird to me like i get it i didn't join it because i think that it was a little weird um like we obviously we discuss cases and things but mm-hmm. i don't know it was just weird that it was like a national it's group uh, and i feel I like get that gets hectic like, like, only murderers in the building. Like, people are going to want to be like that. I never watched that, so I don't it, know. It's like, it's like they have a true crime podcast, and they're figuring it out on the podcast. 
So what are you saying? I should watch it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's with um Selena Gomez, Martin Short, and Steve Martin. I've seen, like, it on, like, I watched the, the first season and I watched the second. Yeah, I, I haven't ever watched it. But, so I'm curious to see who actually made the group. Yeah. Did he make the group? And that's why he's posting so much in it. I think he was one of the top posters in this group. Was he an anime? I don't know. Wouldn't that be weird? It'd be super weird. So that but, would speak like, to, like, it being a social experiment for him. Yeah. So, I guess we'll see. Um, so some other weird things was that someone called into a podcast. Um, this podcast was Mel. It's I-C-K-E-D space M-E-L. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I just wanted to make sure that was out there because I don't want to not give him credit because if this was really sorry, him. Dude. Spooky. Spookus. Um, so this guy, this podcaster was talking about the murders, um, on a live stream. I think it was on YouTube. Yeah, it was on YouTube. Okay, sometimes I don't know if it's YouTube or... Those people use Twitch, and I don't know what that is. I don't know. Because I'm old. We're too um, old for that. But this gives me the creeps. Um, so the podcaster was taking calls from people, talking about this murder. Just, you know, like people do. Like, just getting other people's opinions, whatever, yeah. whatever. So someone calls in. They say they're from Ohio. Which... Which, he's from Pennsylvania. That's the next state over. It is the next state over. And if you think about it, I don't know when the call was placed. Maybe he was driving through Ohio. Yeah. Because I'm assuming if he's in Indiana, Indiana's right next to Ohio. Yeah. He would have had to drive through Ohio to get back to Pennsylvania. So Probably, yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't... I could find out when this podcast was recorded, but I don't know that information. But just something to think about. But, like, if he didn't want to give Pennsylvania away, like, it's easy to just be like, yeah, Ohio. Like, yeah, why not, like, fucking name. Oregon or California? Yeah. Ohio? No one likes Ohio anyways, but... No one no one thinks about Ohio. No. Um, so someone called in and said, do you ever consider that when you're doing your live shows that maybe the killer is out there? Is he watching? That's his quote from this. No. That alone is a question. It's like, I would think it was like, not phrased like that. I'd be like, oh, but like, do you ever, like, we, like, we thought he was coming to get us because he was listening to us. Yeah. But like... But at the same time... Like, a lot of these other people calling in were giving an opinion, not just posing a question. Like, he's always posing questions. Yeah, like, they were like, oh, do you think he's watching? Because, like, I think that would be weird, but he doesn't answer. He doesn't answer for himself. Yeah, like, he never gives an opinion. I mean, if this is him. Um, So then the podcaster goes on to say, like, you know, he talks about a case he did where um, the suspect's family was commenting in the comments on his post, like, defending the suspect and everything. And just weird. And then the caller goes on to say, yeah, he's probably watching going, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. You're right, but you're never going to find out. Like, what? Who? What? My friend, what? <laughs> and then asks the podcaster another question. Weird. Just imagine that he is watching right now. What What is one thing you would say to him? Like, first of all, what does that matter? Yeah. Why would I? I'm just a guy holding a podcast. It doesn't matter what the fuck I'd say to him. Yeah. We all know what Andy would say to him. And that would be 1v1 me. One one come to Pocono Mountains. Pew, pew, pew. Bitch. Meet me in the parking lot. This Meet me thing. at our spot. Out of all. Catch his hands. <laughs> Catch his hands. <laughs> um, so the podcaster is like 
kind of thrown off by this. Yeah, I would be too. And, like, then I think he tells him that he should uh, turn it, like, he would say turn himself in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the podcaster says to the caller, are you the killer? Because obviously the vibes were off. <laughs> Bad vibes! And the guy, the caller responds, oh, no, and laughs. And then says, that was a pretty gruesome crime there, bud. Like, what? Yeah. Like, that's just weird to say. And like, then, instead of saying, like, oh, no, like, that's, like, that was a pretty and, gruesome and crime. Like, Annie and I did listen to this. We do, we did listen to this, yes, we and, did. And, first of all, I thought he sounded like the fucking Joker to start. Yes. And then we're like. We're your ex-boyfriend. Yeah. He kind of sounds like a Pennsylvanian. Yeah, sounds like uh, Northeastern Pennsylvania. People say we have accents. I don't know. Do we have accents on the podcast? I. Let us know. My, my friend from North Carolina, she tells me that I sound Canadian. Because I, eh? I say bag, like bag. Bag. Like I draw out the A. I say op. Op. <laughs> oop. Uh, oop. Excuse me. Um, so that's fucking weird. Um, now, I have watched him in court. And the voices are very similar. Oh, so you did get to hear his voice. Yeah. So do you want me to play it for you? Yeah, I would love to. Let's get Telly's take. Hang on. Pause for thought. So, Kelly, you just listened to both videos of it's... him talking. Him actually talking in court and then the podcast video. What do you think? Um, what is your... Make an assessment. Make an assessment. Oh, are you Brian Cobert? Are you... Make an assessment. You're like, you're like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think he sounds like? What do you think he sounds like? Do you think he was on the podcast? I mean, there was little, little... It was hard. It was a hard sample to pull from because yeah. it was very little wording. But, but... I'm not going to say it wasn't. I mean, I think it sounds similar, whether it really is. It sounds similar. I'm sure we'll find out eventually. But just weird. Super weird. But I do want to point out that if you are these people calling in and it's not Brian Kohlberger and Papa Rogers isn't Brian Kohlberger or people are making fake account accounts. Oh, yeah, because the Instagram. Yeah, because Brian does follow a Brian Kohlberger, follows Maddie and Kaylee on Instagram, but does not follow Xana or Ethan, Ethan, which is weird. But when I was le- researching this, I don't know why I didn't say that. I don't know. It was in my notes. I just don't know where it went. <laughs> I also had to rewrite this three times. So yeah. anyways, <laughs> um, when I was looking up to see like if he followed them on Instagram, at first, I because lo- I looked at it when they first released the information, there was only like a couple Brian Kohlberger accounts. But then I went back again later. And there are, like, a shit ton of Brian Kohlberger accounts. So if you are making fake Instagrams, and if you are Papa Rogers who is not Brian Kohlberger, or you are that person who called into the podcast and is not Brian Kohlberger, please seek mental help. Thank you. I agree. I hate that. Why are you making fake Instagrams for a, a spree killer? Like, I don't well, get obviously it. those aren't Brian Kohlberger because... Yeah, no, he, I mean, I definitely after think... he was arrested. He probably definitely did have... In Instagram, mm-hmm. whether it was the one that followed them, I'm not sure. Yeah. But, like, what? I don't get it. So, my theory on a lot of this is that Burgermeister wanted to be the next serial killer and yeah. was studying to do so. I think a lot of his elements he pulled from several different serial killers, and he actually has a tie to one specific serial killer. Weird. Um, so, at DeSales University... DeSales. Why can't Sales. I... Why don't I want to say DeSales? The Sales University, he was the quote-unquote star student of Dr. Catherine Ramsland. 
She is famous for collaborating with Dennis floppy Rader, disc. floppy disk Dennis Rader, or BTK. Um, this was in 2016 for a book about his life. Um, BTK's daughter, Carrie Rawson, had actually come out about this and said that um, she believes her dad might have influenced it and that he, Brian, might have talked to her dad. Weird. Yeah, I read her book. I want to read it so bad. You, you didn't bring it for me today, did you? No, it might be a mom's house. Mm, I need it. Um, so she goes on to say that Dr. Ramsland had a quote-unquote close personal re- relationship with BTK, which is weird. I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't like that. No. No one should have a close personal re- relationship yeah, with BTK. No one, should pers- no one should be able to say that they have a close relationship with BTK. With Not even BTK's serial, daughter okay. wants a close relationship yeah, with her. Yeah, she... she she was like, yeah, no. Um, and she said it's not uncommon for Dr. Ramsland's students to communicate with BTK via letters, phone calls, interviews, etc. Weird. And Super it is... Weird. Some sources say that Brian had actually sent his research study survey <laughs> to BTK. Not confirmed, but weird. Um, she doesn't know the doctor... Doctor... Carrie. BTK's daughter, Carrie, doesn't know for sure, you know, whether or not he actually, BTK had talked to her. I feel like floppy disk Dennis Rader would come out and be like, oh, yeah, I talked to that kid. We yeah, were friends. Yeah, no, we were buddies. We are buddies. Because he's from... Can you trace a floppy disk? Can you trace a floppy disk? <laughs> Can Brian trace a floppy disk? <laughs> um, but she doesn't know for sure because in March of 2021, she got a court order to make sure her dad can't contact her, which... I think we all need a court order saying BTK can not contact <laughs> yeah. Is that possible? But, like, BTK was one of those that, like, he... Is a turd. He's a dork. He's a dork. He wanted to be like other serial killers. Yeah, and I, I feel that with... Like, he wrote letters like the Zodiac Killer. Like he and took Jack the from, Ripper. Yeah, he took from other places. Yeah. yeah. Just like Brian Kogler seems to do with the Gacy thing. With Gacy. And, and um, he has similarities to Ten Buddy. Like, did he go to Washington because... Ten Buddy also went to school in Washington. Yeah, his victim choice was sorority girls. Like, and he looks similar to Ted Bundy. Yeah. Which, I mean, that can't necessarily be helped. That's kind of... Genetics. Genetics, but weird. But at the same time, it's like... But at the same time, like... Did you make yourself, like, Do you wrong? have... Does, but, like, I also wonder, like... Everyone talks about his eyes and, like, the Sanpaku eyes and how, like, it's bad juju. And, like, I think Ted Bundy had them as well. Uh, but does he, like, bulge his eyes out and make it, it seem like he's got these weird-ass eyes? And is he a vegan to keep himself skinny like Ted Bundy was in prison? Was Ted Bundy a vegan or a vegetarian? I feel like he was, but I'm not... I Hitler can't, can... was. Mm-hmm. Hitler was a lot of things. <laughs> he also liked to be peed on, but... <laughs> I bet Ted Bundy liked to be peed oh on. Oh, my God. Brian Koberger looks like he would like to be peed on, and that's weird. Shit on my chest. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so we don't have to hypothesize that much anymore about mm-hmm. what had actually occurred the night of the murders. I'm not ready. Because on January 5th, the probable cause affidavit was released, which includes information on what led police to Brian. Um... Initially, the Idaho police said they weren't going to release anything until Brian Koberger was in their custody because that was an Idaho law. That... But he must have been. So on January 5th, he already oh, had his first oh, court oh, appearance. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So I have read through the whole 19-page document, and oh. I'm going to break it down the best that I can. 
Yes. We did not talk about how people call him BK, too. Oh, yeah, that's weird. So that's another thing with the serial killer thing because like the BTK too. BTK and people call him BK on all forums and I think that he like thrives off of that because yeah. he's a weird and weird individual. And we'll get to see how weird he is. Ew. And why some things are like was he Papa Rogers? Did he was call he to that podcast? Was Did he like Papa Roach? Was this his last resort? Might be. <laughs> Um, I will say that, again, these affidavits usually contain bare-bones information. They need to make an arrest. Um, almost all the details of the autopsies have been redacted from this document, which leads me to believe that they are far more gruesome than we know about. Um, and, like, a lot of other information that the police may have may not be in this document. Uh-huh. Okay. So, it's a lot. Get ready. It's not easy to listen to this. Because it wasn't easy to read through. No, no, no. So just before noon on Sunday, November 13th, 2022, police arrived on scene and discovered four murdered bodies. The four murdered bodies of Zanna, Ethan, Maddie, and Kaylee. Um, one thing that I will point out is that we still have not... We still don't have information about the 911 call. Who placed it? Why it was made? Because there was reports that it was for an unconscious person. We still don't have that information. Mm-hmm. That call was still not released. Um, which is weird. So it means I feel like something's on that. Uh-huh. But anyways, when police arrived on the when police arrived on the second floor of the residence, so this is where the sliding glass door is not the first. This is the second floor. Yeah. Um, they found Zana in her room on the floor, not in bed like previously thought. Um, stabbed multiple times. They had also found Ethan in the same room, stabbed as well, but it's unclear whether he was found on the floor or the bed. But it seems like he was not found in the hallway, like people originally had thought. Uh-huh. Um, police then went up to the third floor. This is where they found Kaylee's dog, Murphy, shut in her bedroom. So her bedroom was empty except for the dog. Uh-huh. Weird. Very. Um, but if he was a vegan, he wouldn't probably would not want to hurt the dog. Yeah. So, just weird. And I think Australian shepherds are, like, kind of small enough where if you had to pick them up, you could. Yeah. And move them into another room. Yeah, it's, like, a medium-sized dog. Yeah. Um, they then went into Maddie's room, which is where they found Kaylee and Maddie, both with visible stab wounds, in bed together. This is then where they found a tan leather knife sheath, which was laying next to Maddie. Papa? Which Papa Rogers... Was the only person who knew about it. Yes. So, we will bring that back up. The sheath had the words Kabar and USMC stamped on the outside of it. So, this is, I'm assuming, the type of knife that it was. Mm. Once this was sent to the lab for evidence, it was found to have a single source of male DNA on the button snap of the sheath. Mm-hmm. There were two surviving roommates, as we know. Um, I know their names are out there, but I'm not going to use them because they've been through enough. Um, I don't know if they've had anything to do with it. I don't believe so. So I don't think we should traumatize them any further by including their yes. names. Um, and the, the 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 affidavit didn't, so I'm not going to. So I'm going to refer to them as D and B from now on. Yes. So, so B's room was on the first floor, which is the bottom floor of... The apartment, there is, like, a front door entrance mm-hmm. from what's, like, a, like a parking lot. Yeah. Where they would probably park their cars. Um, Dee's room. Which we thought was 
on the first which floor. we also thought was on the, the first floor turns out to actually be on the second floor um which is the same floor as Anna's room so again we previously thought that both surviving roommates were on that first floor mm-hmm. turns out that is they not were. the case that is not the case um after several interviews interviewing surveillance footage police have come up with the following timelines of the victim's whereabouts which a lot of this information we did know but now it's secured and wrapped up in a tight little bow for us and a lot of information is like oh yeah so on november 12th ethan and xana were at the sigma chai house um which is a fraternity house right down the road um this is from about 9 p.m to 145 a.m and they arrived at home at 145 kaylee and maddie were at a local bar called the corner club which we know from about 10 p.m to 130 a.m at 1.30 a.m., they can be seen on surveillance footage at a food truck called the Grub Truck. Um, they were then given a ride back to the house um, and seem to arrive home at approximately 1.56 a.m. The two surviving roommates can confirm that everyone was home at 2 a.m. and either asleep or at least in their rooms by 4 a.m. Um, this was the exception of Xana because she did order DoorDash, which arrived approximately at 4 a.m. And she stayed up on TikTok till approximately 4.12 a.m. I didn't know DoorDash delivered that early. I think it's a college town. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so this kind of knocks the theory that they were all asleep in their beds when yeah. this happened. Because, as we'll see, the timeline is right around that time when Xana, she was probably watching TikTok when he came into her room. Yeah. Um, Dee said that she was asleep in her room, again, on the second floor. When she was woken up around 4 a.m. by what she sounded like, what sounded like Kaylee playing with her dog upstairs. So she heard noises upstairs. Mm-hmm. Weird. Could have really been Kaylee playing with her dog. Yeah. We don't know. Um, a few minutes later, she heard what sounded like Kaylee say, there's someone here. Um, oh. And that really gave me chills writing it. Yeah. That was hard to write. Um, Dee had said when she heard that, she looked out the window but did not see anything. Then Dee opened her door because she thought she heard crying coming from Xana's room, but then heard a male voice say, which doesn't seem like she recognized the male voice. Some people were like, maybe that was Ethan, but I feel like she would have said if it was Ethan Mm -hmm. because she knows his voice. Yeah. Um, She heard a male voice say, it's okay. I'm going to help you. Weird. No, you're not. At 4.17 a.m. So as we know, Xana was on TikTok till 4.12. Yeah. This is at 4.17 a security camera, a security camera, a security <laughs> camera, which is immediately northwest of the house, picked up audio, which sounded like voices and a whimper, followed by a large thud. The dog could also be heard barking multiple times starting at this time. This camera is less than 50 feet away from Xana's bedroom, like bedroom uh-huh. walls. So Dee then opened up her door once again when she heard continuous crying. Um, this is when she opened her door and saw a man in all black clothing a mask that covered the person's mouth and nose. So, like, like a ski mask, I'm assuming. Yeah. And this person was walking towards her. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say, like, in which direction was he coming down the stairs? Was he coming from... Because the way the layout is, like, Xana's room is, like, off to the side. But yeah. still would have had to walk past Dylan's room to get out of the house. It doesn't say which way he was going, but he walked past her. Mm-hmm. Um, she said she stood there at this point in a frozen shock phase. Like, just stood, like... Didn't know what to do, which I I could imagine that's weird. And, like, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily know what to do either. I I don't know. I don't... You don't know what you would do in that situation. No, absolutely not. 
Um, she described the man as around 5'10", not muscular, but athletically built with bushy eyebrows. Oh. And Mr. Brian, you have some bushy-ass eyebrows. Tame yeah. them shits. Oh. Um, the man then walked right past her toward the backsliding glass door where it is assumed that he left. She then locked herself in her room and she said she did not recognize the man, but did not call 911 at this point. 911 was not called until noon the next day. Uh-huh. Which you don't know how you're going to respond. Was she in shock? Maybe. Did she think she was hallucinating and didn't actually see it? Maybe. Maybe. But it is weird. You saw a man yeah. and you heard crying and weird noises. Kaylee said there's somebody in here and you just went to bed. Maybe she didn't go to bed. Maybe she stayed up and she was just in shock. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's very possible. But yeah, I mean, you don't know what you're going to do with that. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to do, but weird. It is weird. Um, investigators now believe that the murders occurred occurred between 4 a.m. and 4.25 a.m. Uh-huh. So the previous time, I think, was between, what, 2 and 3 a.m.? Yeah. So these were between 4 a.m. and 4.25 a.m. Investigators had found a shoe print at the scene that seems to match with, like, a Vans-type shoe print. Um, the shoe print was found just outside of Dee's door, which seems to blood? corroborate her story. I'm going to assume that it's blood. They didn't mention that, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know what else would, you know, at this point, he's already been in the house. So Yeah. After reviewing several surveillance videos from the area, the same car can be seen in the neighborhood starting at 3.29 a.m. and ending at 4.20 a.m. This was a 2011, between 2011 and 2016, white Hyundai Elantra. This footage shows the car pass the house three times before coming back a fourth time at 4.04 a.m. Jesus. So, I don't know. Was he, like, hesitating? Was he like, am I really going to do this? Or was he just making sure everyone was asleep? I don't know. I don't know. Weird. Um, The next time the car is seen is around 4.20 a.m. So and at this point, it could be seen traveling out of the neighborhood at a very high speed. This car also did not have a front license plate, which is required in the state of Idaho. Which is weird. I don't know. I thought that was weird that it's required, but important to know, know, uh, point out. Jersey has that too. Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Police in the surrounding areas were given a bolo for a 2011. What's a bolo? A be on the lookout. Oh! You're okay. <laughs> I was thinking like a bolo tie. <laughs> So they were given this for uh, 2011 to 2016 white Hyundai Elantra. Um, a Washington State University police officer decided to check the campus car registrations for cars matching that description. So good on him because it seems like good he is the, really the one who like cracked the case, really. Um, this is where he found a 2015 white Hyundai Elantra with Pennsylvania tags. Now in Pennsylvania, we are not required to display front license plates. And this was registered to Brian Koberger. Mm. So records now can confirm what we previously thought, that Brian had registered his 2015 Elantra in Washington and received Washington police on November 18th, just five days after the murder. So it seems like he was attempting to conceal his plates. Like his Pennsylvania plates would have stuck out, and now he's trying to conceal that. But bro, bro, they already have your name from the Pennsylvania license plate. Just because you switched the Washington plates doesn't mean they don't already have your name. Yeah. But maybe he just thought if he's driving, he could blend in. They're looking for a car with Pennsylvania tags. That doesn't have one on But now phone. mine have Washington tags. Yeah. Yeah. So, after this, police are now starting to look at Brian Koberger. 
um, police then request Brian's phone records. Um, just for the record, I wanted to mention, yeah. this creeped me out because his phone number would Ew. have the same area code as my phone number. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Like, that's how close in proximity he was to where we live. Um, anyways, what they found on this phone records was that Brian had left his apartment at approximately 2.47 a.m. So they requested his phone records, and what they found on his records was that Brian, on this day, on um, so it would be November 13th, Ew. had left his apartment at approximately 2.47 a.m. Around the same time, the phone stops reporting to cell phone towers. Assumingly, he either turned it off or put it on airplane mode because he's just so freaking smart and knows about cell phone things. Oh, my God. It's that digital forensics yeah. degree. Yeah. Like, bro, that's what you Don't came up with. Don't even bring the fucking phone. That's what you fucking came up with, you Because they, they have you, if you just left your phone in your apartment, they would have never known you fucking left. Exactly. They would have thought you were there the whole time. But he didn't think that far ahead. So then the phone pings again at 4.48 a.m., and it pings on Highway 95, just south of Moscow, Idaho. Like, turd. Bruh. Hey. Conveniently, your phone gets turned off during the murders, and, and now you're, you're in Idaho at 4.48 a.m.? Yeah. Honey. Uh, wait till you get fucking home, at like, least. Yeah, like, anyways, between 4.50 a.m. and 5.26, the phone pings consistent with Brian traveling back to Pullman, Washington. At 4.30 a.m., 5.30 a.m., sorry, excuse me, the phone pings back at Brian's apartment. The next day, well, it'd be the same day, but yeah, the mo- morning. in the morning, um, on November 13th, after the murders, Brian's phone then pings around the house of the college students between 9.12 a.m. and 9.21 a.m. So he <laughs> went back to the crime scene. Ew. What the fuck? Um, so assumingly this is to see his work see if anyone found the bodies yet and i mean i don't mean to say this like this but i'm in a way happy they did not find the bodies yet because he probably would have got more satisfaction if being it was frenzied the cops were there he would have probably been excited about that and he didn't get that because they didn't find the bodies yet but if we go back to talking about the case originally Uh neighbors have reported that they saw the front door opened to the first floor around this time Oh, they did, yeah. So did he go back in? Did he plant the sheath? Did, was he just there to relive it, like driving by? Or because that door was open, did he go back in? Did he leave that door unlocked when he left? Weird. It's just weird. I mean, uh-huh. it's ne- it was never really confirmed whether or not that but door like, was open, but neighbors did report that that was, door was open around that time. But if he's so smart to turn off the phone while he was doing the murders... Because Why I feel the like fuck he would he turn it back on. Because I feel, I don't know He's... to go back. Because what else does? I mean, is... in a way, what's the crime driving by at nine o'clock in the morning? But in a way, what the fuck does he have to do there? He actually, people in jail asked him why he would be in Moscow, Idaho at all, <sighs> and he said better shopping. Bro, shut up! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> shut up! So his phone records also revealed that his phone pinged at the student's uh, like house on 12 different occasions before the murders. Ew. So this kind of leads us to believe that he was Keeley Stalker. Yeah. Um, most of these occurred at night or like in the very early morning hours. Um, one of these occasions was all the way back on August 21st. <gasps> and this is when Brian's phone pinged 
him near the house between 10.34 p.m. and 11.35 p.m. So if you remember, he just moved there in August. Yeah. And now August 21st is the first time his phone pings there. Weird. And it, Weird. it would be right around there getting back to school, too. Yeah, that I would be curious to see if that was maybe move-in day for, like, Idaho's campus. I think campus. they were there the week before. Yeah, so I'd be curious to see that. I don't know. Because the, the police were called several times to their house. And yeah. one of them was in August. Weird. So, I don't know. Infer- just crazy information. So, he Kaylee did have a stalker. And it yeah. was Brian Kohlberger. Um, on December 27th, Pennsylvania... I, I just want to... Sorry. I just want to know, like, how he found them. I don't know. We don't know the connection yet. And I don't know if we will know that until after the trial's over. Ugh. On December 27th, Pennsylvania State Police recovered trash from the Kohlberger family home in Albrightsville, PA. Um... So I actually, while we were recording the podcast, saw something online that neighbors uh, in Albrightsville saw Brian Koberger wearing gloves everywhere. Oh. Like surgical gloves. And he would take his trash and put it in the neighbor's trash. What? So assumingly, he probably thought that the police were on to him. Uh-huh. So, but anyways, they still receive trash because maybe he's only taking his trash out. Yeah. To the neighbors? Well. I don't see how that would help. It's still your DNA. Maybe. Like, putting it in the neighbor's house. Like... Well, maybe because they he thought they would go for his trash. So he put it in the neighbor's trash. But, dude, if they're going through your trash, they're just watching you the whole time. Yeah, exactly. But I don't understand his logic. But <laughs> So they did recover some trash from the Kohlberger residence anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was sent to an Idaho lab for testing. Um, the next day, the Idaho State Lab reported that a DNA profile att- obtained from the trash and the DNA profile collected from the sheath from the crime scene. Um, the DNA on the trash was identified as being the biological father of the person who committed the crimes. Ooh. So this would make sense why they didn't find his DNA, but only found his dad's DNA. Mm. If he really was removing his trash. But like, gene- genealogical yeah. DNA is like a thing now, Brian. Uh-huh. I mean, if you studied in your master's degree and your PhD, you would know that, like, it's a huge thing right now. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, so once this DNA ca- evidence came back, this is when they finally issued that warrant for Brian. So they had their guy. Yeah. Um, but there are still so many unknowns in this case. Like, it does seem like he was the stalker in this case. Yeah. It doesn't seem like this house was chosen at random that night because he was there 12 times previous. Um, it does seem like he had the whole thing planned out, premeditated, all that. Mm-hmm. What we don't know is where he entered the home. I know Dee says he left through the sliding glass door. Yeah. But is that how he came in? Was he already in there? Was he already in there? Because he left his house at 2.47. Yeah. So, Weird. Um. What anyone was home at two forty seven? They were all home at two forty seven. Oh. Okay. They were all home by two a.m. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Um. The biggest question of them all is why did he choose these? What? Why were these people the target? Yeah. What was his connection to them? Is it because he went to Mad Greek and became obsessed with Maddie? I'm gonna not say Xana because if the Instagram is right. Mm-hmm. He didn't follow her, but he followed her. But then Maddie. it was Kaylee Stalker. 
Yeah, I don't know. So it's weird. Maybe Kaylee like went to visit them one day. Maybe it's both of them. You know what I mean? Maybe he will go to Mad Greek to see Maddie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. Weird. Did he... Like, another thing is like maybe he met them at the bar and became obsessed. There was like um, a thing that came out that maybe he was at one of the bars with the girls. He creeped them out. The but the the bouncer Adam kicked him out, and that was the night of the murders. Mm-hmm. I don't know how likely this seems. Yeah. Maybe he was. Maybe he was there. Yeah. Because he left his. Well, I guess the bar would have been closed at two forty-seven, and the girls were already gone from the bar at two forty-seven. They're already yeah. home. But wouldn't they have the phone pings that he was in Idaho again? Yeah, and he wasn't. So that doesn't make sense. That that series yeah. out. Um, but we don't really know what his murder motive was. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that he was obsessed with serial killers and was trying to live out this fantasy. Um, maybe his studies got him so obsessed with serial killers that he had to carry it out himself. Yeah. I believe that his studies and his research project were used more to gather intel and plan his crime it than sounds. it was for anything. And it could have been like his own kind of social experiment. That's what I'm, that's where I'm like, because it feels like he's planting seeds of reasonable doubt places. Yeah. And like, especially if Papa Rogers is him and like that podcast is him, he's checking on people. He's seeing what their thoughts are on this crime. Yeah. What do you think happened in this crime? You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. a very weird social experiment. Um. That's why I think he's going to represent himself. Yeah. Because he wants to see, like, if he can get off. Yeah. Like, going back to the whole Papa Rogers thing, like, I'm pretty convinced that it's him. Just because, I mean, obviously nobody's confirmed that. And I don't think we will confirm that until the trial, if they know that. Because, like, for for me, it's like, did he plant the sheath? Like, did he go back in the morning and plant it? Or did he leave it there on purpose? Did he leave it there on purpose to have something to connect him to? Yeah, because you think you would want... To remove that sheath. Yeah. Like, you think you would... And, and also, in, in my understanding of a sheath, it clips onto, like, your yeah, pants or your I'm belt. Saying. So you would have to physically... Unless they, the girls did it. Unless the girls afraid. ripped it off, but... Even then, you, still, you would, you you would, would know You would know that it came off your pants. Yeah. Which is a good point. I didn't really think about that prior to that. Um, But, so the, the Papa Rogers post that he talks about the sheath occurred on november 30th this was a a while ago really yeah um so i'm gonna read the exact quote because i didn't read the exact quote before of the knife thing Uh so this is the exact post that he posted in the group it says of the evidence released the murder weapon has been consistent consistent as a large fixed blade knife this leads me to believe that they found the sheath this evidence was released prior to autopsies. He yeah. says the sheath. The sheath. Like, it, it had to be. There had to be one. If you think about it, if you were saying that, you if you really thought that, you'd be like, I believe they found a sheath. Yeah. Not the, the sheath. sheath. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, the way you phrase things yeah. is pretty telling. Again, the, and this is the post that he goes on to argue with that guy. Yeah. About random shit. And now we can confirm that the police did find the sheath of the knife. Knife, That word fucks me up. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's really weird for someone to just randomly take a guess at that. Because when the, the information came out that they were, like, before the autopsies, 
were looking for a large fixed blade knife, I would have just thought that the stab wounds would have been consistent with that kind of weapon, not yeah. about a sheath. I would have never thought about like a sheath. Like, when you say a knife, I don't think of a sheath. No, me either. I don't, because... Like, what... what is this? Knight, knight, knights? What the freaking... <laughs> knights. <laughs> Swords? <laughs> so, I mean, that would definitely not be my first I mean, thought. maybe, maybe it's, like, if you're, like, into that kind of stuff, you would think of that. If you're weird, like Papa Rogers? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I guess so. Um, it's also... Papa Rogers is a military guy. That's my next point, is that it's a weird coincidence that the knife had a U.S. Marines logo on it, while the profile picture of Papa Rogers is a man in, like, a military uniform. Potentially a Marines uniform. Yeah. Weird. Was Brian Koberger? I, did, I, don't, I didn't see any information that he was ever in the military. Probably because he's... Maybe his dad was. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so I'm, I'm starting to think, like, maybe Papa Rogers is, like, his alter ego. Like... Ew. Maybe oh God, he so wanted terrifying. to be a military person. That is so terrifying. I'm sure you could buy just a military knife. Oh, you could absolutely buy a military knife anywhere. That's... Oh, that is... I can't believe you just said that. That is terrifying. Like, that he, like, goes into this alter ego that is Papa Rogers. Yeah. Because he said, oh, like, a Papa, like, Dad, I don't worry, I'm going to help you. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, God. But some chilly willies don't waste money. <laughs> Again, so far, it doesn't seem like Brian is going to confess to anything. It seems like he's going to plead not guilty. Seems like he's trying to plant seeds of reasonable doubt. Um, I'm assuming the police also have a lot more on this guy that they were keeping close to the chest until trial. Um, what kind of sucks, but I get it, is that the judge, Megan Marshall, in this case, did declare a gag order. So this means that it limits what law enforcement investigators and attorneys can say about the case before trial. Yeah, I was going to say, like, where the fuck are they going to find jurors? I That's going to be a very, very hard feat. If you're going to look at, so it's a jury of your peers, mm-hmm. right? So they have to be, I don't know how that works. They have to be around the same age, right? Like, at, at least a good s- age range. Like, you can't yeah. have a... I don't hundred year old woman a, on the jury trial, right? I think you can. Yeah. I think it's just like citizens. Like you can't have oh. another lawyer on there. You can't have. But I mean, if there's so much media coverage that how are you gonna find that one impartial person? Yeah. I'd be like, no, I never heard of this case. What are you talking about? Guilty. <sighs> Who's Brian Koberger? What is in Idaho? I've never been to Pennsylvania. <laughs> I've never been to Pennsylvania. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's going to be really hard. And I, I didn't think about that. In that yeah, my, I think I, you brought up that Papa Rogers thing. No, you can't get it out of your No, head. I can't get it out of my head. And I, I thought it was, like, he's either really dumb and just, like, left these things and thought he was smarter than everyone else and, like, a narcissist. Like oh, I think he's 100% a narcissist. Like, oh, I turned off my phone during the crime, so there's no way. They'd pin me to it. Yeah, and you can't say and, that oh, I was there because my phone didn't ping there. You know yeah. what I mean? But, I mean, but, like, they got ping, your DNA, Koberger. That, oh, that would only work if your phone didn't ping. Your phone didn't ping anywhere. Yeah. Like, if your phone was pinging back home, maybe. I think that... Even then. I think that was his way to be like, oh, well... You can't tell. You can't tell if that was me. That's, that's the reasonable doubt. But I don't think he thought they would take it to the step of following him back to Pennsylvania and receipt retrieving his dna from yeah. the trash don't think he thought about that no i think he was like but which is also weird to think about 
So he's wearing surgical gloves to take out the trash and wearing them around the house now. Mm-hmm. Assuming he also wore gloves during the crime. Mm-hmm. There's still DNA on yeah. the snap button. So did he purposefully plant the DNA on there? So they would have DNA, so, but never thought that they would trace it back to him because he had no previous criminal record. There would no be no reason to connect him with it. Yeah. So I think he was trying to be smart and trying to outsmart the police, but still, but wanted, came up short. But still wanted like a social experiment. Yeah. I think it was a. Uh, how much can I get away with, kind of thing? Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, they're not gonna catch me, because and I have not no. Not even that, but like I think it's like. For some part of me, thinks that he wanted to be caught, and, it's like, oh, watch me get off. Yeah, I mean, if he gets off, I will single-handedly fly to Idaho and start throwing dukes. But anyways, so we're probably not going to get much more information about this case until it goes to trial, which could be a long time. Um, His next court appearance, though, is scheduled for January 12th, so what's that, six days from now? And this is at 10 a.m. This is a status hearing where they will determine if a preliminary hearing will be held. Um, if the preliminary hearing is set, which I don't see why it wouldn't be. I yeah. think the preliminary hearing is pretty standard. Um, but Koberger will then enter his plea of not guilty or guilty. So this is the part where we all have to take take a breath. We got released a lot of information that we've all been asking for. Um, I We have to have a lot of patience with the upcoming trial and everything before we get, like, solid concrete answers but i will say i i was skeptical for a while on the the moscow police but i think they really did the damn thing here yeah i think they were trying to because they didn't want to release anything that would cause Koberger to and maybe they were like because they've been tracking him since november 29th yeah so they've had him for a while so maybe they were doing the Oh, he's safe because even if he tries again, we're already following him. Yeah. So, I mean, they really did the damn thing on this. Mm-hmm. So, props to them. But I do think this case will be a wild one. This trial is going to be B-A-N-A-N-A-S. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just have that feeling that he's going to represent himself. No, I can feel that too. I, I think that we're going to see a lot of... Uh, Bullshit. We're going to see the real side of Brian Koberger during Like, you this. know, like when... Bundy bundied out. Yeah, he's gonna like, he's I gonna like, burger out. Yeah, he's gonna burger out. So, we'll see. I mean, I I'm curious to see if he. So right now he's saying he's not guilty, but we're gonna see whether that sticks or, you know, because I'm assuming they're still talking to him. They're still having communications, and Idaho has the death penalty, so he's faced with death. Yeah, and I feel like that changes a lot of people's perspectives. So, you're not just messing with a little. Sentence Wait, here. Do you, does Washington have the death penalty? Do we know? I have no idea. I don't, like why, I, I don't, why I don't believe Washington has the death penalty. So you think he would have did something in Washington? But do you also think this is his first? No. Because this is a big uh, escalation. This is a big Yeah, and he's, first. Sk- he's skinny and scrawny. Like, how did he kill four people? How did he have enough energy? Like, how did he have adrenaline, but, like... How did he have, like... I mean, I know he's, like, a criminal... Like, in the criminal justice field in terms of his studies, but, like, 
But like imagine physically committing a crime of four people, stabbing four people in one go for your first time is is a big jump for me. Look, I just made that motion four times without a lot of effort and I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. Well, it doesn't take much for you. I'm also sick. So So I feel like they also do have to like really take a look at this guy and think like look at the places he's been. Look at his assuming drive to Washington in, in, in August. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's weird that like, Look at almost, Pennsylvania. Like, what do we got going on here? You know what I mean? Like, almost as soon as he gets there, he starts stalking them. Exactly. So, I mean, is there another connection that we don't know about yet? That maybe Did he go he... out there for them? Exactly. So, Because their Instagrams were public, too. Yeah. So, we're going to have to see. I'm very curious, and I don't want to wait very long, but I feel like we're going to have to wait a while. Yeah. So... Now that we just got that heavy shit off our chests here, yeah, yeah. I don't, um, I don't, I don't know what else to say because I'm just like, it's just a lot. It's a lot to take in. Like I remember reading it yesterday, and I was like, oh, yeah, exactly. It's just a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. Well, we want to hear from you guys and what you guys think about him, his motive, his reasoning. If you think there's any connection. So and not like in a paparazzi's way. No, don't ask us questions. I want your opinion. Like I don't want you to be like. Did you think he walked? I mean, so, you could ask questions. Like, but, but like, not, like, um, in a serial killer way. Thank yeah. you. Please. Yeah, thank you. So <laughs> email us at... Uh, at gmail.com. You never do the Why email. Why do you hesitate? Because you did the email first. You never do the email first. You oh, do the Instagram first. It was just the first thing I thought of. And DM us and follow us and like our posts because we love you. At Suspitch Podcast. And if you feel so inclined, you should rate us on the platform that you're listening to us on because... Sparkles and glitter will come your way. That was the sparkles and glitter. So, all right. Thank you. And we've got stuff coming in the works soon. Hopefully, I don't know. We're kind of hot messes right now. So, we'll see. Woo. Woo. Kiss my ass and my anus because it's finally famous and it's finally soft. Yeah, it's finally solved. (laughs) I don't know, man. I guess them ass shots were off. Bitches ain't poppin'. Google my ass. Only time you on the net is when you Google my ass. <laughs> you fucking little horse. Fucking up my decors. Couldn't get Michael Kors if you was fucking Michael Kors. <laughs> <laughs>